Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mythos Manual, a how-to for RPG homebrew. I'm your host and GM, Calder Kadavid, and with me are my players, and this time, out of my players, what I desire is your favorite Stephanie Germanata song, also known as Lady Gaga. Oh, um, hi, I'm Paul. Uh, I play Kafka, the crow person. And I think my favorite Stephanie Germanata song is, I mean, anytime she covers Elton John, she just brings so much life to his work that he doesn't bring himself. Poor Alan. <laughs> nah, I'm sticking with that. Okay. Ah. So it's her cover of your song specifically? Yeah. Okay. The one that pisses Alan off the most? Yeah, Great really, choice. I don't know what you're talking about. You're so evil. Nah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Christy and I play Kata, the human wear touch snake shifter. And I choose Edge of Glory. That's a good one. Mostly because it just makes me happy. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Lady Gaga song. Oh, sorry. I'm Alan. I play Don for the Damn Fear Psychic. Uh, and my favorite Lady Gaga song is Your Song by Elton John, done by Elton John. Thank you. Weird choice. <laughs> you know, the- I, Alan's blatant disrespect of Lady Gaga is... Really, really. Anyone can wear a meat dress. I think she's grown a lot, and I think her artistic image has really I couldn't agree come more. into its own. Yep, I think it's fantastic. More. I think the year they've just had is amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. really excited for did the you next not, journey of Lady Gaga. Alan, did you not listen to all of Joanne? No. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Did you listen to the country version of Born This Way? No. I, it's it's even better than the original. It is actually. It's really <laughs> fantastic. Actually. Okay, I did like Born This Way. I'll give you like Born This Way. I'll try the country version. Okay. Yeah. You should right. definitely try the country version. Yeah. My favorite is still probably Bad Romance. Not Alejandro? Oh, that's a good one, too. There, see, it's a lot of good ones. There's no, the, there are a lot of good ones. You once you once told me in confidence that it was Alejandro, and now I'm saying it on the mic. Did I say it was Alejandro? You did. You're allowed uh, to change your mind. Alejandro okay. or Bad Romance. Those are both amazing bangers. The, they're bangers. Yeah. Those are I, I think I think Alejandro might be a personal favorite, but and I feel like Bad Romance might be like a perfect pop song. Mm. It is kind of a perfect pop song. It really is. So I have a lot of I'm so I'm, I'm gonna introduce in a late game twist that like one of one of the hags is actually Lady Gaga. St- well, now Stephanie I can't Germanata. kill her. Stephanie Germanata. Famed Italian-American Stephanie Germanata. Yeah. Not to betray my age, but can we do Madonna songs next time? I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guy Ritchie's wife? <laughs> Sorry. Ex-wife. All right. And you guys have just unearthed the Hall of Hostility. It is morning. The labor is all tied up. Everyone else is kind of in awe as some sort of horrific gorilla creature was bound to the building as some sort of ancient guardian and has been handily defeated by the group of you. Haha, it took us one turn. It took all of one round. It was it was quick. It was a very dramatic round though. It was a very dramatic it round. It was as far Kafka as rounds almost go. died. It was a rough time for Chaboy. I sapped it of one strength that probably saved your life. Uh, maybe. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's believe that. Okay. So the Hall of Hostility is open unto you. Also, I want to point this out. After your after that moment with the hag and the ooze, you notice that the laborers have all kind of stopped rocking back and forth and their their stairs are no longer off and vacant anymore. But are they back to normal? They seem like they might be back to normal, but like they're all just like so beyond exhausted, they all kind of pass out. Oh, fair enough. 
Yeah, they have like broken ankles and bloody hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what? You and I. You and I is my favorite. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie Beatrice. Fuck, does, I love you and I. Stephanie Beatrice does a really good cover of it on a ukulele while wearing a a gigantic novelty foam cowboy hat. It's a good YouTube video. I'm gonna have to look that up later. Yeah, please do. Anyway, though. Um. Uh. Okay. So the the laborers have all stopped. Before then, we yeah. go into this hall, we shout back to the people standing by the cart that is full of laborers that are tied up like twigs. It's stacked on top of it like lumber. Yes, that. Yeah. Um, we call back to Suresh and we say, hey, make sure those laborers are all right. You should like heal them and stuff. Um, okay. Here. Um, give me your friend. And he grabs like one of the knoll pups' face and he's got this like handful of, of senbu bean paste. Like, um... Yeah, and he tries to put it in its cheek. Oh, God. Is it like trying to feed a dog it's like medication? A, it's like trying to feed a dog medication. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to want ah. <laughs> It looks like they have that handled. Okay. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll go in now. Okay. Uh, you guys take a step into the Hall of Hostility. And inside... It is rem- like how I was saying on the outside. It was you could kind of tell it's like, oh, this building doesn't look like it's degraded. This building looks remarkably intact compared to like not even just compared. It looks like a new building. Hmm. Maybe it is. Dun dun dun. On the outside, there's enough vines and stuff, stuff like that covering it, though. It, there is something happening. Is as far as you could probably assume. Something happening. Define happening. Define something. Define. <laughs> No. Is it the metaphor that conflict never ends? Mayhaps. Mayhaps that is the answer to the riddle. There is no end to conflict. There is no way to resolve all issues. It's true. Anger and animosity continue. Friction is the engine that drives the rotation of the world. I'm really excited for the Crunch episode where Cal talks about what had happened if we had done the Hall of Hostility first. That's exciting. I think what happens is we have to take on that thing at level two. <laughs> I think that's what happens if you do it first. So it would take in two rounds. I mean, I don't know. Perhaps I did, four. I didn't have an animal bane bow. Yeah, and I wasn't nearly as strong. Yeah, I could still sap one strength from it. So I would have done the exact same thing. Well, aren't you cool? So what do you guys want to do? Like, are we? We're going in. You you opened up the doors and pushed past the mosaic. Inside, you come into a dark space. Wait, we have dark vision. Great. Then you can see it. With okay. your dark vision eyes. We all have dark vision, right? I have dim light. When you come into the space, you actually can make this out too, Kafka, because as soon as you hook the corner, you guys catch dozens and dozens of half-formed images, half-formed ghostly apparitions that have taken up the majority of the center of this hall. All of these uh, ghostly apparitions are are clearly Venaran. Yes, they take up like the majority of the center space here. Can I get a perception check from everybody? 23. Nice. 21. Okay. <laughs> 25. Oh, wonderful. As you, guys, as you guys are starting to come closer, you guys hear the angering cries of of uh, Venaran speaking in their uh, Venaran tongue. Who's, you speak Venaran, don't you, yeah. Dominus? I, in fact, speak um, ancient Venaran. Perfect. Also, Shayaka's here. So Shayaka does as well, and so like you guys can hear, you hear them cry out. They're saying they're crying out for justice, and they're crying out uh, against the caste system that has held them back for all of their miserable lives. Oh. And you, uh, as you guys look around, like as you kind of see these ghostly apparitions, you can tell that 
something's off about about half of them seem off in some way. They're Venara, but but they look monstrous in appearance. Like something has been something about them has transformed. Um, you can make knowledge of planes if you want to. Twenty. You can tell it's the same kind of effect that's happened to Suresh. They've all be, like a bunch of them are, have become half fiendish somehow. Strange. Oh, that is interesting, isn't it? And you notice that uh, the markings on their faces, the half fiendish ones particularly, are very reminiscent of how Charuka look now. Oh, so wait a second, but that one ape was half fiendish as well. Mm-hmm. So these are proto Charukai, which are somehow half fiendish from some resonance in this place. Maybe not within this place necessarily, but they are definitely half fiendish somehow. So the uh, the idea being that. That Charuka are just some kind of corrupted form of of an Aran? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That fiendishly corrupted. But hmm. how do they transform from being monkey people into ape people? How, how confusing! Indeed. How indeed? Did their tails fall off? They did eventually. Well, we'll uh. see. Do they get scared and like shed it in a moment of panic? You see at the the center of this ghostly apparition a man wearing a Venaran man wearing long red and brown robes. He has a golden, unholy symbol of Angazan around his neck. My brothers, my friends, my Angani. And they all kind of, ooh, 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 and they're all chanting. Do we know the name Angani? Angani is the name of the lowest caste in ancient Poema. Angazan. Too Too long have we been below the rest of Poema. Too long have we suffered under the boot of the mystics, of those who favor Sun Wukong and the weakling Korada. And they all kind of like boo and like jeer. Mm. I, High Priest Zoran, I call for a revolution against the castes. Uh, and they all kind of like, like, Wah! but first we must purge our own ranks of those who would turn against us. You know who they are. You know who is disloyal. And at that, you see the apparitions start turning on each other. They take their spears out, and some of them like are trying to make it to the exit, and they're just getting like speared down <laughs> by other members of the cast. Okay, so which ones are being speared? Are, they, are the fiendish ones being speared, or are the fiendish ones being the spearing? You see, none of the fiendish ones are being speared, but not... But like, it's only like regular Venara that are being speared, but not all of the regular Venara. Uh, you can make make a sense motive check, actually. Seven. Okay. What are you guys? No, no. Bad at it. Okay. It's hard to say. Like, who are these people? Like, what's kind of happening? But like, you kind of feel a, a message of like, we do need to kill the traitors. We do need to root out those who would stand against Angazan. Everyone make a will save. No! Uh, farts. Kafka. Dark half kicks in, and well, are we in rounds though? Am I in danger? No. Oh, then it doesn't kick in. All right, so then I have a 14. 14? A 10. 10? 20. 20, okay, and then Shyok is gonna get eight, and Shyok passes. Okay, so Kafka and Damius, something triggers in your minds for a moment. You feel the call to root out the traitors, those who would those who would defy Angazan. You are under the effects of murderous command. This is a haunt. This sucks. You guys are under the effects of murderous command for three rounds. Oh. Everyone roll for initiative. Good Damn news it. though. 
I can't hurt anything, so. Oof, oh boy. I said Kafka, though, is a much more dangerous person. Katie, what you get? 15. Damius? 12. And Kafka? 21. Okay, Kafka, you have the start. You feel compelled. You feel uh, under murderer's command, you have to attack or make movement to attack your closest ally. Looks like you're in between. Uh, it looks like it has to be Kata from where you're standing up. Well, it could be Kata or it could be Archibald. No. Archibald is essentially part of me. Yeah. Um, no, it's Kata. You butthole. Right. So I swing my flaming sword at you. Okay. Um, Did you already have it out or no? No, no, I guess I didn't. Okay. So you un- so you, so you draw your flaming sword and attack her twice? Yeah. So you'll get an attack of opportunity. Sweet. I'm under a murderous... No, tomb. she does not get an attack of opportunity because this is she's flat-flipped right now. Oh, sweet. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So That's I'm going awesome. to attack you three times now. No, twice because you have to pull the weapon out. Yeah. I want to do it three times. <laughs> that would be better. No. But what if... Decidedly no. Oof, okay. Kada does a 19 hit you. No, it does not. And the other one won't hit you either. Sweet. Okay, Kafka, you you just feel this this kind of like like bestial rage take over. And I think like there's a certain part of you that connects with that. Like it like it I don't want to just say it's because you're an animal folk, but like it's that 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 kind of like animalistic impulse that lies with everything. That's what Angazan taps into. Alright. Okay, uh, Kato, what do you think? You see all this happen, all of a sudden Kafka has pulled out his sword and is attacking you. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna disengage Kafka and get away from him because I don't really want to grapple him. What? Where is the source of this haunt? The source of the haunt comes from the center of the room. Are these the Venarans that are killing each other, are they ghosts? They're ghostly, so they're, they're not ghosts, they're like they're projections. They're haunted projections. So theoretically, I could move through them. Yes, you can absolutely move through them. Then I'm gonna go ahead and run up to the center of the room. Are you just you're using your entire room to di- entire turn to disengage? So that was, that's what two that actions. That was two actions to get okay. to the center of the room. Okay, do you have another action left? Do you want to do anything? I investigate the center of the room. I would like to figure out where the haunt is coming from. Okay. Uh, it comes. It seems to be kind of like coming, just emanating through this space entirely. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, all you can tell is that this haunt seems to be fueled by the rage of the Angani. I'll, 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 you don't have knowledge of religion or anything like that, right? Nope. So yeah, all you can tell is that it's fueled by rage. There's nothing I can like smash to get rid of it. No. Usually they're a little bit more task oriented or spell oriented. Well, I can't do any of those things, so that's cool. Honestly, I'm just gonna avoid my friends for. A minute while they deal with their yeah okay. problem. Do you call out or say anything? Because like you don't know what's happening. All that all that's happened so far is like Kafka's attacked you. I say I I don't know what to say other than I'm no I don't say anything. I just hang out over here. Okay. All right. Next up is Damius. What do you do? This is really dark, guys. This is really dark. I as one action I pull out my sickle mm-hmm. and I pain in my eyes. Swipe down at Shayaka, mm. who stands next to me. Mm-hmm. It's true. You gotta kill everyone for a barrier gaze. And as I and as I painfully do this to attacking twice, mm-hmm. I say, "Not again! Not again!" <gasps> I have a twenty-three in the first attack. Oh, wow! And I have a twenty-three minus five is eighteen. Those both hit. Forgive me for not knowing this stuff because I never you, attack. I went the last yeah. time Dami's made a melee attack. I do three damage and four damage. And I begin to cry. 
as I go in front of the blow. All right, Shayaka looks at you and says, what is happening with you guys? Hey, snap out of it! Snap out of it! And he is going to... He's going to try to identify some stuff about this haunt. Let's see what's... Oh, Shayaka knows. Good, because I don't. Shayaka, like, calls over to Yukata, and he said, and he yells, he's like, It's the rage of, of the Angani! They need some... They, we need to calm it down! How? We Well, either than just holy magic, which I can try to do just to... Just to deplete its uh, power. Yeah, that's a you thing. Yeah, or we can try to calm its emotions. How do I calm its emotions? With I'm a, a snake. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so he is going to. So many judgments. Ah, judgments. A really fun character class feature for the Inquisitor, for mm-hmm. all you listening at home. I played an Inquisitor for like four and a half years. Judgments were always great. Always good in a pinch. Okay. I, I, I never know when it's ever Shayaka's turn. I was like, he attacks, but he has so many things he can do. Okay, he is going to... You know what? He is going to uh, take a moment, and he's going to try to grapple Damius. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, it does. All right. Uh, Damius does... 15 beat your CMD. Yes, it does. You can attack for opportunity against him as he goes to grapple you. Nine. Ten. Mm-mm. Nope. Yay. You grappled. Oh, thank God. <laughs> but now, it's Kafka's turn. All right. Closest ally. Yep. So now they're struggling with each other. Yep. I'm going for it. Which one are you attacking? Uh, he's my ally. He's murderous like me. So, er, sorry. Damius is my ally. He's murderous like me. Or no, not my ally. He's... I'm going to attack Shayaka. Okay. <laughs> I'll scoot over five feet with my first action, and then I will make a pair of attacks. Oh, boy. Forgive me, Shayaka. Okay. Is that going to... That's going to be a 19 to hit Shayaka? Mm-hmm. And then... An 18 to hit Shayaka? Yeah. Oh, boy. I I am sorry. Not that sorry. You're, you're killing my boyfriend. No, he could live. It's up to him. Whew. Okay. 24 damage. Shayaka is very unconscious. Which does not grapple anymore. Nope. Okay, it is now Kata's turn. You were struggling in that end of the hall, and then you heard a slice, and you hear Shayaka cry out, Ah! Oh, not it. again, Kafka! <laughs> <laughs> There's really nothing I can do to calm this hump without a fucking spell, and I cannot use magic device. I'm not holding any of the spell things, either. I think Kaf- I think uh, Archibald looks at you, Kafka, and, like, points to where Kata is. And Kafka turns to face her. Yeah, and, like, and Archibald's like, Archibald, points his sword. Ar- and Archibald's very much not under the spell. No. <laughs> no. Damn it, Archibald. No, he's not. He's just along for the ride. Yep. Kata, what you got? Nothing. I got no fucking spells to calm this haunt. Um. Looks like you had to fight a crow person. I don't want to fight you, though. Because you'll lose. You can just keep running. Yeah, you should run. You'd lose in a fight against me. That's definitely not true, but I'm not going to murder you, so. Oh, it's okay. You wouldn't murder me. You'd probably lose. I. Do you really want to <laughs> bet? Because I'm pretty sure I might hurt you. Um, what's on the far side of the room? Far side of the room uh, is just more, like you see some altars over there and some statues that might be of Angazan. I got nothing good, y'all. Got nothing good. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm running away. Okay, you just keep running. You're just I'm running run, to the side I'm going to run circles. So I'm going to take one of my actions, and if Kakabi gets too close, I'm going to take another one of my actions. To just evade him. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I'm spending yeah. my entire turn moving 
away from Kafka. And then I hold my next action until Kafka gets too close to me. Ooh, is she within 110 feet of me? Definitely. She is. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're enraged. You just want to murder me with your bare feathers. It is now Damius' turn. The rules were that I had to try and kill It has to make melee attacks, right? Yes, it's ha- it has to melee or natural attacks. Oh, it could be more natural than a bow and arrow. Well, <laughs> that's funny. So I have a choice of Archibald or Kafka. Attack Kafka. Okay. Just I don't know. Archibald just seems like a goat. Yeah. Right? You know to attack meat. I got three attacks. And you, I'm sorry I have to do this one at a time because I don't even know how to do this. So the, I do one. I have a 20 to hit. That misses... I have less than that, and I have less. They all clang <laughs> helplessly off my armor. D- die. die! But I'm screaming because you attacked Shayaka. <laughs> ah. You're just so confused. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Shayaka's unconscious. He's going to try to stabilize. He does not. Okay, Kafka, your turn. Actually, I mean, I did fire damage to him. Would he be bleeding out if I did fire damage? Yeah, you're still bleeding out. Oh, man, I thought that'd be cool. All right. Sorry about this, Domius, but we got one more turn of this shit. And I got to play my character. Yeah. And also, you did just attack me three times. I did. I did. Uh, I need to confirm two crits. Oh, boy. You're the worst. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is hilarious, You're though. You're full HP, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's see how this goes. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, while I also do that... Does a 15 hit you? No, come on. What am I, my wizard? I don't know. I, I mean, can't tell. Wait. I can't tell. <laughs> Alan, that's going to be a pair of 19s to confirm crits. 19 is the total? Yes. No. My C's 20. <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, fab just day. Oh, man. Thank God for level five. I, really, I like. It. I really wanted to kill you, and <laughs> and also I cast false life before I walked in here. That's right, you did. So I have more HP than you do. Maybe. I don't know about I don't, know about, know, that. I don't <laughs> know about that. I like to say I do. In the meantime, though, that is going to be uh, that is twenty damage. All right. Is that all of it? Yeah. That's nothing. You barely scratched me. I can't believe I didn't confirm either crit. It was a double crit that killed Eulister. I know. That would have been so fucking funny. It it's poetic. It's poemic justice. Oh, it's poemic justice. <laughs> poemic justice. If I told you that a flower bloomed in the Hall of Agriculture, would you trust it? Poemic justice. <laughs> That's a deep cut. It's not that deep. It's a deep enough cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and after that, the apparitions all start disappearing. And you all... And you, Wait, we had third rounds, don't we? That was the third round. It was the second round. No, was the, I'm yeah, that right was the third. That was the third. Oh, okay. Unless you want to keep going, man. No, I thought we one more round of this. I was going to attack him back. All right, and uh, the whole, and you see how the apparitions, your minds start to uh, clear a little bit. You feel that rage leave your leave your thoughts for a moment. And the at the center, Zoran, this ancient high priest, is cheering on the other Rangani. He says, and you see that like he's now surrounded by a group of half fiendish and. Uh, angry-looking Venara, and he looks to them and he says, Now it is just us, together and with our brothers who have been made out of our souls. 
we shall unleash them, and the rest of us shall take this place and and wreck Poema and all it stands for. And they all like kind of look at it gleefully and raise their spears to the to the roof, and the apparitions disappear. <gasps> okay. I pull out a scroll, curse your wounds, uh-huh. and I cast it on Shayaka. Okay, so what do you do? It's like, what do you say? The first thing I say is, yeah, like, oh, sorry. What? So, so like, role play this out. Like, what happens? Right. So, I look to Kafka, who's just cut me. Yeah. I look down to Shayaka, who I just cut. Yeah. And he just cut. We both did. He's a bloody mess. Like, he looks on the verge yeah. of death. Oops. Yeah. And I say, this cannot happen again. This cannot. And I glare at you, and I glare. At you. This can't happen again. What do you expect me to do about it? And I pull out that scroll, mm-hmm. and I cast Cure Serious Wounds on him, but I have to make a UMD, right? Yeah. Obviously, because that's the rules. <laughs> Them's the rules. Please. Uh, I have a 14. 14 for a scroll? Because I have an emerald. I'm saving Shaka. I'm not We're Shaka saving Shaka, goddammit. It's yeah. not happening. So. No, I, I agree. No, let's not... Let's not let you oh, I could do some more. I don't have ten minutes. I have. T- I have to do this. So. Yeah, you're using a, a scroll. Yeah. Okay. The DC is twenty plus caster level, and this is, so the caster level BS would be twenty-three. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna use an emerald. <sighs> Damn it! I have a twenty. I think it's the sort of thing like, like you using a scroll like this. It's not. I think it's, it's, it's not, not gonna, twenty plus. It's not. It's kidding. not gonna matter as much at the combat. I'm not gonna. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Fine. So I get it off. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <sighs> Roll for uh, the heal. It's uh, eight two d eights plus three. It's a is it a moderate or serious? Uh, serious. So three d eight. Nine plus three. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine plus three. So twelve. Yeah. And I think like the white, like holy magic, uh, bristles against your flesh and like oh, and like kind of feels really uncomfortable on your hands, right? Yes, it like, does. It's like it's like an un, it's a very uncomfortable like burning sensation on your palms as you're casting the spell onto Shayaka's limp body. And you see the his wounds start to close and his eyes flicker open and he takes a deep breath and he says, <gasps> "Oh my what happened? What if I just pull him close and he starts crying and I cry too." Oh. Yeah. Kata, what do you do? Um, I run back to the group now that no one's going to murder me. Okay. It's going to take me a whole round to get there. Okay. Well, we're out of combat. Okay. Like... Well, I run over them. Okay. Um, and I and I look at Damius, who is busy with Balling Shayaka. with Shaka. They're both crying. Um, and I'm like, Damius, 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 I, I need you and I need Shayaka and I need someone to calm this haunt. Well, it's off now. Is it going to be stay off? Because I'm really worried about that. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Shaka, collect yourself. Oh, man. I'm, I'm pretty hurt, Damius. You got any of the, got any semu beans or something? What does our inventory look like with regards to that? We've taken quite a few at this point. We also built a lot we of... We made a lot a couple sessions ago. Oh, that's right. I do. I do. I, I give him a semu bean paste. Okay, uh, he is able to use that Senbu bean paste, and he's going to heal up a little bit. Are you holding that Senbu bean paste, or are you taking it? I just got rid of it. Okay. I had one on me. Yeah, I had okay. two on me. Um, if he's taking one, I might take one. Actually, I actually have a Cure Matter Wounds potion, which would probably be better. I am also kind of hurt. And then I will cast False Life again, because, wow. Okay, Shaq is okay now. Oh man, what the hell was that? That you guys I felt that rage for a moment. It was really something. 
Is that what happened? Is is this where it all started? It does seem as this this is where the entire destruction of Puma began. Yes, it began with this caste who rebelled against the ones above them. This this um. Zong Zongon, Zoran, Zorong, which does sound weirdly similar to Zoran Nagam. Yes, which is sort of a combination of the two words. Zoram Nagam, Zagam, Rankam. He is the Bernie Sanders of Poema. Yeah. <laughs> the Elizabeth Warren, at the very Zara. least. Yeah. Uh, the AOC of. <laughs> I do not know if we can quiet this hot so haunt so quickly. I don't know if we have what it takes to do it. They are angry about about the injustices done to them. What is it that the hags sought here? We I'm not sure. This. We should explore the rest of the so room. I will go in. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to cast to test to tech psychic significance. Okay. Which will reveal that the place is haunted. The place is mega haunted. Yeah. Oh boy. But if there's, is there a focus? Is there something that's really important here? Yeah. You you see to the altar to your left. Uh huh. First of all, you a notice some stairs going downstairs, going into a uh, looks like a, a basement. Okay. You see an altar to your left, which is very much pinging, and there is a wooden bowl on the altar. That is also like particularly strongly resonating. Next to it are two potions. Detect magic. Okay, you get that these are uh, those are po- the two potions are potions of cure severe wounds. Okay. Oh, nice, nice. Those are useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this bowl, what does it do? The bowl, though. What is a bowl? It's like is it what's it resonating? Uh, it, you get a powerful aura of a chaotic evil coming out of the bowl. Hmm. You see the bowl is filled with fresh blood. On the sides of the bowl are scenes depicting Venaran warriors uh, spearing down uh, other uh, most like either animals or other beast kin. So I, I have Shaka with me. Shayaka, what do you what do you take? What do you think of this? He looks at it, his eyes kind of widen and he says, I'd, I'd heard of this. This is this is this is dark, dark magic. This is the cup of Angazan. <gasps> Do you think that this is that this is the thing that the hags came for? It, they very well likely could have. This is a this is a powerful evil magic item. It's 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 created from a rare type of bleeding tree. Uh, do I take it that it excretes blood and you drink it? Yeah, anyone who <laughs> they was used. It was the Angani. It was said that the Angani use it as part of like some sort of religious ritual that they would use it to commune and to feel part of uh, part of their group it was also important uh, for those who had undergone undergone the glory of Angazan what do you think that it does what does the blood do when you drink it okay for for our sakes because it's an item you guys have now mm-hmm. you say a command word and the bowl fills with demon blood and oh, that's then? great that's if, dope if you drink from it you have to make a will save. Every time you use it, you have to make a will save if you're not chaotic and evil. Okay. Uh, for 24 hours after drinking it, you are granted a DR5 against good or lawful. Good or lawful. Okay. And all attacks the drinker makes for the rest of the day count as if they had the unholy special weapon property. Oh, that would have been really bad against you, Kata. Good aligned that you are. Yeah. Also, a chaotic evil drinker will receive the benefits of heroism for 24 hours. Crazy. So let's just put this thing away. We're going to put that in your pocket. Yeah. Or in my bag of holding. Your bag of holding? Yeah. That's better. I'm going to put that in your bag of holding. Okay. There you go. I hold it. Um, Yeah, that's... 
That's not good in the wrong hands. Yeah, I'm glad sure. we have that now. That's mm-hmm. cool. Also take those potions. Yeah. The altar has a the cup and these potions are sitting on top of what looks like a an old map of Poema as well. But this one is more for the Angani. It marks out several military outposts and uh, and uh, smaller barracks that are throughout the, throughout the kingdom. You also know that there is a very special marked location for a temple of Angazan on the farthest reaches of Poema. Wait, which we did not know about. You did not. We hit, we marked that on our own map. Mm-hmm. The temple of Angazan. Because Two we discovery might, points. Because right. we might need that. We might want that. Temple of Angazan. Even though we plan on leaving immediately after we exit this yeah, temple, right? We're completionists. Ugh, I don't know. All right. The stairs, guys. Do, yeah. Do we go do down? We, do, do we, we dare? Down? Do we go down these stairs? I mean, no good has come of us opening this. Well, lots of good. We got this bowl. We have perhaps taken the bowl from the hags or from Angazan himself. Or from Zorongdagon. Who knows? Lots of Agans and Zorans. If Zorongdagon, imagine if Zorongdagon had this bowl, what he could do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I guess let's see what else there is. All right. Before we go outside, we, or before we go down the stairs, we pop our heads outside and make sure that no one in the cart is going anywhere. No, everyone seems to, like, you see they're being unloaded a little bit and putting into little makeshift cots that Chelly, Anushka, and Suresh are all kind of working hard to okay. help them out. So they feel, they look relatively normal. They're not going to, like, run away. It doesn't look like they look relatively normal. Some of them look very, very, very hurt. Right, but, like, they're not possessed by no. something. Cool. All right. So that answers that question, at least. Yeah, I feel better about our compadres. All right, we go down the stairs. Okay. You guys head down into the lower level of the Hall of Hostility, and you find yourselves... It's the same exact map. You're just in the lower level now. No. All right. So just oh, okay. so we, come, we come up these stairs now. Yeah. Okay. It was easier that way. Creative. Uh-huh. All right. And you guys find yourselves in the barracks. You see this room has a... All these little alcoves in the sides of the room are holding armor. You see that there are cramped rooms off to the sides that are uh, filled with little cots. Nothing else? Uh, That's what immediately jumps out at you. Oh, so nothing actually jumps out at us. Okay. What about for a 22 perception? What else jumps out at me? But you notice that this room is another, like, really well-kept room. Everything is very... It's just pristinely kept. Everything about the space is just really pristinely well-kept. Hmm... That doesn't sound right at all. This is the first pristine and well-kept thing I've seen since we got to the jungle. So true. Very strange. Okay. I start poking random things with my sword. Okay. That's appropriate. Whatever, Ms. I throw a rock at it. That is my thing. I do that. You haven't done that in a few, quite a while, actually. It's true, but that's because I've had real things to do, like biting and claw-clawing. Okay, uh, you're going through the space. Uh, Paul, with your high perception roll, you notice that prominently hanging at the far end of the room, over by me here, mm-hmm. is an axe. A big battle axe that's glowing with magical power. Ooh. Am I drawn towards it? You're not like... Not, I'm not going to make you make a roll, but it's really cool looking. So I then, do. I want to go to there. <laughs> so then I will, noticing this moment, I think I'm going to ca- cast Psychic Significance on things. First, is this haunted, this place? As haunted as it was upstairs? You don't get the sense of like, um, you get the sense that like, people use it. This is like a big living quarters. Like they, you know, armor and weapons. Were That's not a big emotional here. investment though. Yeah, there's nothing about like, a big emotional investment here. Is the 
But what about that axe that he's walking towards? Not necessarily, but okay. you you get the sense that maybe it was like pride. You get an emotional investment of pride in that axe. Okay. Paul, when you get over to that battle axe, on the uh, side of the battle axe, engraved and carved into the like this glistening, like uh, metallic, beautiful blade, are images of demons and proteans battling each other. And uh, it is a, for our sakes, it is an anarchic battle axe. So would I assume that that does a lot of damage to anything of chaotic? Uh, no, it is a chaotic battle axe. So does anything to damage to stuff that's lawful? Exactly. I'm just going to casually put that in my inventory. Okay. Hmm. It is an anarchic battle axe. Cool. It's very cool. Does the dungeon melt into a pile of hot lava when he touches the thing it that does, isn't the lamp? It does not. There's also uh, two masterwork mithril chain shirts hung on the walls next to it. Oh, neat. What? I can't wear those. Uh, those are useful. What's the armor bonus on a mithril chain shirt? It's light. A uh, mithril chain shirt, I think, is plus four. Oof. Well, that's the same as the one I have. I have a... Yeah, but, it, but what's the max armor check? I think it's like... The armor check penalty. Plus, I think it's like a plus six or 12. It's really high. Yeah, so, like, ooh. Yeah, it's way useful for you. I, it doesn't yeah, make a difference I, for no, me. Yeah, I, I think I take it, and I think a bunch of my skill checks just go up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just going to improve a lot of skill checks. We can keep the other one. We take the other one. We'll, we'll dump it on somebody, probably Chelsea. Yeah. Why can't you wear it? Because I don't really wear armor. She gets bonuses for not wearing armor, basically. Oh. Yeah. Uh, all right, and so you guys are at the end of here. It's hard to morph the armor with my snake. I see. It's a little confusing. It's kind of like the Hulk where he like loses all his clothes. You know, Stanley once said that in his entire wide universe he made, the one thing he never found an explanation for is the Hulk's pants. <laughs> How they got bigger? Yeah. And then shrunk back down to the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could justify cosmic rays and mutants and pin particles, but I could never figure out the magic patch. <laughs> it Ex- is true. Excelsior. R.I.P. Stanley. While you guys are looking around over here at everything, you see you see out of the corner of your eye an urn fly through the room and land uh, and head towards Kafka. What? Yeah. Why? I rolled a five. Why am I five? I I duck. I duck as it as it flies towards. Yeah, Dominus. You see like a soaring over. You're like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And a giant, just like vase, just smashes right in front of you and towards Kafka. I told you I can't duck. I'm a crow. But I can duck because I am not a crow. Uh, twenty-four. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, it's gonna be. Told you four damage. Four. Okay. As you guys turn around and you see emerging out of the floor about 40 feet away from you looks almost like a Venara, but he's made out of rock and brick. Cal, your your dungeon keeps getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> he like it looks like a Venara, but he's made out of rock and brick. And he he seems to have appeared out of the ground. Ah, oh, fuck. You know, Cal, I'm kind of amazed. After all these simian-themed dungeons, not once have we fought a brass monkey. Hmm. Oh. Damn it. Yeah. Everyone roll for initiative. <laughs> As Cal contemplates the depths of his failure. It would have been fun also to have a monkey on our back. 
fighting us. Oh, I didn't think about that. That would have been fun. God. So many monkey puns you missed. Or a whole barrel full of monkeys. Mm. Like, where was the barrel full of monkeys? It's true. You know. Well, he found something more fun than a barrel full of monkeys. Yeah. Or three monkeys, one blind, one deaf, and one mute. No, no. We we actually we did that, that one. one. Did we? Yep. Right. Kafka, what you got for initiative? 20. Damius? Six. Oh, boy. And Kata? 11. I'm too busy snickering at Kafka. Okay. That's hilarious. Kata, out of the wall next to you, another one of these creatures appears. You see it like it's got like these kind of big ears for a moment, and then its hands just kind of pull out of the wall and slash at you. No. Are these summoned creatures? I don't know. It matters to me. If only there was a knowledge check. Alright, Christy, this is coming at you. I'm just trying to slam you. Nope. Nope. God. Damn it! I Why? It's pretty magical, actually. Like I really enjoy that you. Kafka, your turn. Okay. Cool. The one that's uh, right near me. I take one action to move towards it. The one over by Kata. Yes. Okay. And then I use my my remaining two actions to uh, attack it and see what happens. Okay. Which weapon are you using? I'm using my flaming uh, longsword, so I suspect this will have limited effect, but. For science, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Does an 18 hit? 18 hits. Okay, cool. But the other one does not, so... Okay. Uh, four fire damage, four slashing damage. Okay, it takes uh, eight damage. And you see bits of uh, brick and stone fly off the creature's body, and it kind of recoils. Huh. I was not expecting it to take full damage. Hmm. And then Archibald barrels in. Okay. So, my little guy is gonna get a one attack. Turn on the abilities? Yep. Archibald, online. Alright, so that's gonna be... You said 18 hits? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'll take it. That's gonna be max damage. Seven damage. Okay, uh, the other, the one at the far end of the room, moves a little bit, and he grabs a spear from one of the racks, and he throws the spear, and then he throws the rack itself. Nah. Uh, the spear's going to Damius, the rack's at Shayaka. Damius is, um, I don't know if this is gonna hit you. I hope not. Damius does 17 hit you. No. Okay. And this is gonna hit Shayaka, though, that's better. Oh, no. Shayaka takes... Shaka's just getting the shit kicked out of him. Every dungeon, Shaka just gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Six, six damage to Shaka. Ow, God! Every time I go into one of these places. <laughs> okay, it is now Kata's turn. Huzzah! That one is in my face, so bite, claw, claw, bitch. Here we go. Power attack. Decidedly two no's, but one yes. Just 22 hit. Yep. Great. That's pretty good damage, though. Please take... 23 damage. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Alright, that's exactly enough. As you (laughs) slash the creature, you see uh, when you slash at it, you pull it out of the wall, and as it's flying through the air, it breaks into a thousand pieces, and it just rains granite stones. I mean, I I bit it, but yeah. Whatever. Chomp. Ripped it out with your teeth. You ripped it out with your teeth. Oh, my. (laughs) Damius. Can I pull out a scroll as can I pull the scroll out as part of my five foot shift or do I have to do it separately? I think they're separate. I think they're separate. Yeah, they're okay. separate. Okay. In that case, I'm going to pull out a scroll of heroism 
Is that really what I want to do? There's only one of them left, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to cast this spell. Um, I'm going to do Ravenfield Mint at the other one okay. that's out there. Uh, I have a 13 touch attack. Mm, 13? Actually, that hits. Okay, he makes a fort save. Okay. Got it. I failed. Yay. <gasps> uh, you take... Make sure I'm right here. You take um, a lot. Um, come on, where's my thing? Ray of Amphibian. Okay, so you're taking uh, six plus two is eight strength brain. Eight strength damage? Yeah. Shit, okay. Uh, you see a bunch of its rocks get smaller, I guess? I yeah, it shrinks. Yeah. <laughs> it shrinks a little bit. It, it shirks. Well done. And is now... Uh, Kafka's turn. All right. Uh, Kafka's just going to run straight at the other gorilla. Okay. That'll take one action. There's remaining two. Okay, so one definitely misses, but a 19 hits. A 19 is going to hit. Cool. And that's going to be six damage. Okay. And then uh, Archibald is also going to charge in. Does a 26 hit? Mm-hmm. Cool. And then 13 does not hit. No. Well, that's fine. Alright, and that's once again max damage, seven damage. Archibald is always good. Mm-hmm. He's True. Always good. Archibald is cool under pressure. Very in much. a way that nobody else in the party is. Okay. Hey. Uh, <laughs> the uh, this creature is going to it's all but strength is gone. So <laughs> it's, so it can't do its normal attacks really well. So what it's gonna do is just going to um, take a Five foot step back and grab one of like grab a bench from off the ground and try throwing it at you. Is it still strength check though? Okay. It's a dexterity deck, it, oh. it, it, but he would add a strength bonus to damage. Oh, but he doesn't anymore. Seventeen's uh, gonna miss. Yep, and he misses. It, it both it, he just doesn't have the strength anymore, and he goes to throw it <laughs> and just like doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> I think I chop one of them in half in midair. Yeah! It comes at you, and you, you, you chop it in half, and it breaks, and, it, and you're just standing unfazed. Yeah, as both halves burn quietly. Yep. Chuck is going to take out his longbow and fire it at the creature. He misses. Oh, he doesn't murder it? No. Katie, your turn. I'm too far away, but let's do it anyway. I move to attack the creature. You want to attack? You get one? Yeah. All right. Let's fight. Nope. Decidedly no. You uh, you go to bite the creature and it slinks into the ground. Okay. Damius. I'm just going to fling a projectile at it. I have a 14 to hit. Right? Like AC? No, it's going to miss. Okay. Then I do right. nothing. It is now Kafka's turn. All right. I'm going to kill this thing. So, uh... Advance on it? I advance on it and Archibald comes around the side to flank it. Teamwork. I love it. Assuming, of course, it survives. Oof, but it might. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Cool. The others don't, though. Okay. And that's going to be 15 damage. Oof. Starting to look really hurt. And then Archibald. Can Archibald end the game? Okay. Does a 17 hit? No, unfortunately not. Wait, is he... Are you counting the flank bonus of Kata? Oh. Does a 19 hit? It does. Woo! Flank bonus! Okay. Okay. 
Does another 19 hit? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. 11 damage. And it dies. And, and, and what ha- <laughs> here's what happens. I have this idea. Okay. So you guys are kind of fighting. And all of a sudden, from behind it, you just see it kind of get hit in the back and then explode from the back <laughs> as Archibald bursts through it. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Craziness. Bah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> we did it. I'm proud of us. But especially you, buddy. And I scratch him between the ears. <laughs> and all the stones just kind of... And the, the hall is now littered with little stones all over. Now, Chaka, you okay? Yeah, I... I'm okay. That was... That was bizarre. What the hell were those? I do not know. But are you hurt? I'm... No, I'm okay. I, I, I took a little bit of a hit, but, uh... Nothing a little little R and R won't hurt, you know. Oh man, what what in the world? Hey, wait, what's in the far back of this space? Let's find out. Uh, okay, and uh, you guys walk over towards the far back of the hall, mm-hmm. kind of where those creatures crept out of. Yep. And you see that there's like six enormous alcoves in this space, and all six of them seem kind of familiar. They each have, th- they each have uh, blood stains in a ring around the alcoves on the far outside, and they're all large size. In each of these alcoves are the remnants of what looks like plants or bones in some of them that have been warped in some way, and you recognize a little bit of dark Angazan magic. You can make knowledge of Arcana to kind of identify these spaces. Gee, Dami, it sounds like something you can do. Yeah, maybe I could on a good day. I got a 13. You're not totally sure. It looks like some sort of, like, they might have grown something in this space. Damn it. Shayaka. Shayaka's <laughs> looking at it, too. He's like, I, what What the hell were they doing down here? That's better. Okay. Shayaka looks over and he's like, I think they were, it looks like they were growing demons or something down here. Like, the demons that were the plant structures guarding Sugarglade? No, like the like the topiary. Yeah. No. no, like they were growing. Like they were. Perhaps this is the is this the or is this the origin of the Charoka? Not the Charoka. Or the Zoranagam tree. So, like predecessors to Zoranagam. Oh, like the Zoranagam shrub. That's fun. Weird. Yeah. Are there more that we exist in this jungle still? I guess that's possible. There could be more out there, like a like a pack of gorillas from the abyss, a pack of gorillas here. Strange. It is a good thing that we have the only copy of the um, the book. That's true. We should hang on to that. <laughs> yup. We're gonna take that out of this jungle. We shall with put us. that in the museum. <laughs> yes, yes, where it belongs. In university. <laughs> that's you where see- my dad thinks it goes. You see that there is a uh, a, a, a little stone door at the far end of the room. A stone door to where? Hell. <laughs> we listen at the door. You hear scratching on the other side. Really? No, really? No. no. That'd be a hell of That's a thing, That's totally creepy, though. Yeah, but... it's super creepy. Because you said it was hell. It's not. You just hear, you don't hear anything on the other side of the door. Is it trapped? Make a perception check. Nat 20, 28. Also 28. You find the signs of a trap. What kind of trap? Some sort of some sort of trap will go off if you open the door. Magic. Somebody disabled the device. Really? Yeah. That was um, Yulster's thing. <laughs> I thought you had disabled. I device. do. Yeah, I do. All right, I'll go up. 
I'll try to disable this device. First of all, I'm going to check for magic, though. Is it a magic trap? It is a magical trap. Okay, what is the school of magic? Usually it's evocation, but it it's could be something. It's not evocation on this one. I'm trying to the name of it. Christy. Necromancy, transmutation. Yeah, I, I think we'll call it necromancy. Okay. Well, in this case, I'm probably good. <laughs> Going to disable device it. Oh, good. I got a 21. Hey, you turn off the device and you stop uh, what would normally, ha what you rec recognize that this room would fill with a magical mist if uh, if someone were to open this door. Weird. Is that the fog haunt? It's not the fog haunt. It's a mist that would cause you to rapidly age. Gross. Glad that didn't happen. I could not possibly get any older. <laughs> <laughs> I am what now? 40 something? How terrible. We go into the. You open the door? Yeah. I just open the door. Yeah? Yeah. Why not? Sure, open for you guys. Okay, you swing open the door. And there's a pile of gold. Just a big old pile of gold. No, actually, there is a lot of cool stuff in this little, little spot for you guys. You find what looks like a small little room and a small shrine of An a small shrine to Angazan, as well as a small cot and some personal effects, but it's been left undisturbed for a very long time. But it is impossible for us to tell if it is ancient or not ancient, and all things are well. Like you can like the here's the thing: the building itself is in pristine condition, but like objects that aren't part of the building oh. look like they've aged. Like the bedding is all like rotted and like wasted away. But this bedding is rotted and wasted mm -hmm. away. Okay, got it. Because they, like, it seems like whatever the magical thing, which you might have some sort of connection to those creatures that lived in the walls. Okay. Mm -hmm. That they were able to keep the building pristine, but like they can't affect things that like aren't part, technically part of the building. Got it. Hmm. You find a glass case lined with bone, and inside you can see that there is a book within it. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Is it trapped? What's it read? Is, it, is, this, is this box trapped? Kafka? I, let's see here. Perception. Is it trapped? I'm just thinking, he's like, should we just not. Could we just. We can just read through the glass. Glass. Read the title of the no, book. You have to open the book first, right? Read this the title of the book. Is, it, it's on is the there spine? not something? Like, is there not something on the cover? Is it? Is there a title on the cover? On the on the spine? Uh, no. It looks like a journal. Oh. oh. Still worth knowing. All right. I'll, then I'll do it. Not twenty. Oh, there you oh go. wow! Yeah. Uh, you see that there are no traps on this. It is, it is just kept behind glass. That it seems that there's a, a little lock on it. I break the glass. Okay, break the glass. Just pull it out. <laughs> yep. Okay, you find. Like, uh, I like to imagine the key is right next to it on a neat little pillow, and Kafka just breaks the glass. I got it. Okay, uh, you pull out the book, and the book is written in ancient Venara. It is the book of high of high priest Zoran. Oh my mm. god, his book. Do we know yet what the suffix Nagam means? Uh, Nagam. No, no one's ever really asked me that. Uh. What does the suffix of Nagam mean? Well, we speak ancient Venarin, so yeah. we should know. It's a, uh, and I think you get, you kind of like, you start to think about it and piece it together. Roughly translates into completed spirituality. So Zoran Nagam is Zoran. He's just... The, the completion of him. Metamorphosized into a demon. Well, he, he, so Zoran Nagam is Zoran who's been, who's been, he's ap apotheosis. He's, mm -hmm. a, he's achieved apotheosis, mm -hmm. essentially. Crazy. Okay. Um, now we have his journal. 
I hope I use that word right. I think Apotheosis. so. It sounded right. It's a good word though. I love it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you so you start reading through the book and you yeah. start kind of like flipping through his pages and like he seems like he was the, a long line of Angazan high priests of Poema and he had grown very sick of seeing his people being abused and being disregarded by the rest of the society. And that, like he started like, and you can tell like where he starts like forming like his thoughts kind of emerge of like fermenting revolution and what that would mean like and like that the Angani because so many of them take on what is called we refer to as the glory of Angazan in the pyramid uh, in the bronze pyramid they are forced to take on this transformation with the paw using the paw. Okay. The the, the, the there is a process called the glory of Angazan that they give to members of the of this caste that turns them into like unbeatable fighting machines. They live three times as long as an average Venara. They grow in size and stature and ferocity, uh, and their love for Angazan cannot be uh, staunched. So they turn into these kind of super primates inside of these little tree canisters, and Zoranagam is the only one to... To actually grow into an act. Not exactly. So what you see is, as the division between the castes, you kind of read this, the division of the castes became stronger and stronger. And eventually, they were. it grew so it grew so wide that the other caste decided that the, Unga, the Angani souls were not fit to re-enter the, soul, the cycle of reincarnation and were only fit to be turned into weapons. And they grew all Angani souls were turned into Baragara. To uh, to aid in defense of Poema. Crazy. Oh. That's dark. Yeah, it's no fucked. Angry. Yeah. Poor it's also kind of kind of a Captain America thing. Uh, so all the dead Angani souls, instead of being used, instead of going back to the reincarnation, were used to create Baragara. And then, and uh, since the high priests believe that the Baragara were never meant to be used this way, and only meant to be grown in praise and in reverence to Angazan that like this is a, a huge affront and like this is like the beginnings of his own like turn towards revolution mm-hmm. it is fulfilling the dream of poema and creating something new in its place he knows that the baragara are incredible for their destruction and within in days the entire kingdom of poema had fallen and they had driven out the rest of the castes though they wished to stay in this world longer he knew that the baragara belonged to the abyss and he performed a ritual to send them back, even though it broke his heart to do so. He even then had the paw and the cup of Angazan sealed away, so that his people would be free to shape their own future. And then his final notes are that when he, when his own soul passes, he asks that he will ask his uh, son to inter him into a tree, so that he may begin to grow a new Baragara. Oh. Hmm. Well, if. Well, if only we had unearthed this tomb before everything else and we'd started with the Hall yeah, of seriously, Hostility, the fact that, that would have been super helpful, actually. The fact that this one last is, like, harsh. Like, we've learned so much now. But Oops. hey, we grew a plant. I mean, that plant saved Ruth. Don't knock that plant. But if we'd known what we knew about this temple... That's true. We should have started with the scary one. Whoops! <sighs> okay. So is this the this is the end of this room, right? So yeah, we can that's walk it. Out. That's it. We so let's walk out. I mean, take that journal with you because I think we might want to give it to Zaramnagam or at least offer it to. The him. only thing we don't have now, we know we learned a couple things though, is that they want the bull because they have the paw. Right. And also, it's important. Like Zaramnagam 
just so we're clear about how on your understanding is that Zaran was the base of Zaran Nagam. Like he's the first soul, right? Right. He's not. He's not the same like, exactly. Thing. They're not exactly the same person. Anymore. But he might think it was cool. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I'm not like I'm not disregarding that, but like, and Zaran is a fraction of Zaran Nagam. Yeah. But regardless, with the paw and the bowl and this book, I guess they could churn Sharakat into Baraga. Yeah, they could make Bar- more Baragara. Baragara. Yeah. And they can tur- and they can also perf- like, you know, make Charoka into like half bean dish and all sorts of other things. That's why they want it. Yeah, we're not gonna give them the bowl. We're gonna take the paw. Yeah. And make our own Baragara. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are going to take the paw. With blackjack and the and book and the bowl. And we're going to put them in a museum. Oh yeah, like my dad would want. Yes. Okay. But then the question is what? That's the long-term plan. What's our move now? Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So Shaka looks around too, and he agrees. He says, "Yeah, Kafka, I, I agree. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, do we do we have all this information? Do we do we just leave now? Is this is this the plan, or do we, or do we? It says here that, and we know that, and you have the ritual from the book of from the Jungle of Screams. Do we seal? Do we send Zaran Nagam to the abyss? We don't. Don't we need soul gems for this? We do. We we're short like two soul gems, I think." But also, the Mithilti would have had soul gems. And we kind of had to get the paw. We do need the paw, I think. We need to prevent it from being used for further bad. So, if we should check in on how the whole have our enemies murder our other enemies thing is going. We must go to Sugarglade. We must find out what's going on there. We must possibly take the paw, at least for the sake of taking it out of the valley. Mm-hmm. It is true, we could just flee now. We could just run. I bet all the money in my pockets against all the money in your pockets that... I don't have pockets, I'm a snake. That Zoran Nagam has the paw. By going to him, we just bring the bowl? Yeah. And the book? Yep. We don't have to tell him we have the bowl. But I also have this uh, scroll of planar binding chaos. Do not forget that I have this. That's the thing. I completely forgot you had it. So <laughs> I knew you had it. I can always use this. Yeah, we got a thing. I still think we should go. I think we don't bother going to the low city. We go straight to Sugarglade because I guess Mathilti heard someone coming when the ooze died. We would think so. So, but one way or another, we must finish this. I think that's important. I think we go to Sugarglade. Okay. I do not know if I could live with myself if we did not. I definitely could, but I'm going to be outvoted, so here we go. Shaka puts his hand out for you guys, like, all right, guys, are we doing this? Yes, we are doing this. On the, on the count of three. One, two, three. Sugar Glade! We are going to die. Oh, man. <laughs> and that's the end of this chapter of the Mythos Manual. Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.